when we were broadcasting live on Friday morning last from Harrison's Bar and Restaurant in Cliffany, and we were talking to local councillors about the issues which are of concern to those in the very large Sligo Drum Cliff electorate area. Our next guest dropped by was an unusual problem of his own, uh, which he wanted to bring to the attention of the councillors. And it's all to do with issues he's having with a development he's hoping to progress in Cliffany. And all because of the presence of bats, as in the mammal, uh, brown long-eared bats, it seems. Uh, Gerard Kelly is on the line. Good morning to you, Gerard. Good morning. And, and, and thanks for joining us. What are you developing in, in Cliffany, tell us? Uh, there are four semi-detached houses and one detached house and a ten-bedroomed uh, assisted living uh, accommodation. Right, okay. And you're trying to do it up and put it into well, a... Yes, the Proper site state. was essentially a derelict site. It was used as a town dump or a village dump. Uh, my wife bought it a little while ago, cleaned it up, and applied for planning permission, um, for, and was re- received planning permission. But um, we, we wanted to demolish the existing buildings because they're an eyesore, and um, they take away, they detract from the beauty of Cliffany. And we've come across, or we've run into this um, BAT survey, which is an EU regulation. And, um, well, you, you, you see the plans for the BAT house. I do, yeah, I do. And, you know, when we put this up on social media that we're going to discuss it, it, it is obviously an issue which affects uh, other people across the region. So what have you been told in relation to the BATs? How, well, how the, is this the, stopping I mean, I'm the... Not, uh, I'm not giving out about the person who did this, Ash. Uh, the, 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 she's obviously just following her remit uh, from the EU. It's an EU regulation ensconced into Irish law. It's a wildlife act that bats are a protected species and you can't disturb their habitat unless you provide alternative arrangements, alternative accommodation. But I want to, I want to set a little scene here. So I looked at um, the homeless figures. For, mm-hmm. for people accessing emergency accommodation in July from Peter McVeary Trust. There are 10,568 people uh, using emergency accommodation. Of those, 3,137 were children. So that's one aspect. Another aspect was, uh, was the elderly. Um, <clears throat> the elderly are living in fear, living on their own. That's what, that was the biggest fear of a survey done by Help the Agedly, Aged. And the, th- the fourth, uh, third thing I want to point out is that Sligo University Hospital is the highest, is amongst the highest who have patients on trolleys uh, waiting for a bed, uh, the fourth highest. Now, what we're talking about here is an uh, assisted living home, which could help alleviate those problems. And what we've run into is, I think, excessive legislation. We are, we have up down, upside down thinking here. We are looking after bats. We should be looking after families. And the elderly. Right, so for your work, for your demolition work to continue, as you say, you want to do up these uh, five premises, um, the demolition work has to be supervised by a bat specialist, number one, Jared, isn't that right? Yes, during the survey, there was, um, they, they take soundings of bats, but uh, there was definitely visual sightings of bats in one of the cottages, um, and uh, there's a photograph of, of a bat. And they appear, there appears to be five long-haired, brown, uh, brown long-haired bats, and um, they're living in the attic space. Mm-hmm. And so the requirement is to build a two-meter by five-meter by 2.8-meter high house, a brick, block, whatever, yeah. to accommodate these bats so they don't get 
come out. They, they, a, they, so, a, so-called, a so-called bat house, isn't that right? A bat house. Okay. Now, um, I find that, you know, excessive. Really, the cost of that would be of, of the order of €10,000. Not only 10, that, we have to for just, sure just, that just, there just are to... trees to the south, southerly end of the site and no lighting. They don't like too much lighting. The trees are semi-mature trees they have to put in. Uh, there's about 10 or 12 of them. That would, they're about €200 Euro each, semi-mature trees uh, planted. You're talking €20,000. €20,000 just to deal well, with, the, with the bats in a, in a derelict site? Yeah, no, yes, I, I just think when, when we've got our priorities wrong here. What, happened, what would happen if, say, a young couple bought this old cottage and said, well, we'll do it up for our house? Could they afford €20,000 to, 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 to accommodate bats? I mean, these bats are squatters. They, they, Annie Paul's house uh, didn't have bats in it, so they've, they've taken advantage of a vacant space, and they've just set up home there. And, and these long-haired bats, they have to, before they go out foraging at night, they, they have to warm up, they have to get ready for the party, and so they need lots of space. You know, where, where does this stop? Are we going to look after mice and rats? Well, what are your options here? I mean, can you afford or will you pay the 20,000 no, euro to, to erect a battle? my wife's development and she can't uh, afford 20,000 euro. No, we'll have to see, can we come to some sort of compromise? My, my thoughts on this would be that if the EU are coming up with these uh, protected species legislation, which is enacted into Irish law, let the EU pay for these houses for bats. Let them set up a bat house fund. It shouldn't be put on the ordinary people to provide houses for for, for bats. It's bats. Mm. And you weren't aware of this, or your wife wasn't aware of this, Jared, when you when you purchased the site and laid out no, your plans no, for no, no, what to no, do. This, uh, as I say, the site was um, derelict. It, it doesn't it doesn't enhance. I was talking to Declan Harrison uh, while while I was waiting um, when when I was in there. And he would welcome the removal of these. I mean, you spoke to him. He spent yeah. a lot of money on his uh, restaurant and this eyesore next to him. They should be taken away, but you can't penalise people who want to progress. Yeah, and, and, and you don't know of any alternative. People are now calling in wondering, you know, can the bats be rehoused? Can they be brought away? Can somebody well, supervise the that, relocation that of the bats? Yes, if somebody... If somebody wants to take these bats and adopt them or something, I, I, I don't know what the answer is. There must be an answer, but I don't know what it is. Another listener rang in, Jared, to say they had a similar problem. They had bats in a shed next door to their home and couldn't develop the shed. Uh, when her son looked for planning permission, uh, it was delayed for over three years as a result yes. of the presence of bats. I think maybe, I don't know, but something needs to be done. We're, we're in a situation, you know... <sighs> My, the Kellys are from Keish, and my great-grandfather had nine children. Uh, my own father's generation had seven. It was a traditional, or is it a traditional, two-bedroom uh, cottage with a kitchen in the middle. The children of those generations did not have as much room as they are now asking us to provide for five bats. That's where we've come to. Yeah, five bats, so uh, 20,000 odd to get them sorted before you can progress your development, sure. That's the situation. That, that seems to be the bottom line, unless we can come to some sort of arrangement somewhere. But I, I, I don't know what, what we can do. <laughs>